My goodness. We used to say, slap your grandma in the face. It's so good. <laughs> Welcome to Intangible Alberta. I'm your host, Matt Levitt. Hattie's Harlem Chicken Inn was an important focal point for the black community in Edmonton, Alberta. Like the New York neighborhood it references, it was a meeting place where culture and community flourished. How did I hear about Hattie's? Well, listen, man, if you were in the Inn Circus, they let you know where it was at. Lavero Carter is a musician and a prominent historian and activist for Alberta's early black settler community. A lot of guys, you know, they would go for Chinese food and like that, but my friends tell me, no, forget that. We're going to get you some real soul food, man. So we'd go to Hattie's Chicken Shack and just enjoy. Before she passed away, I had the opportunity to speak with Rosalind Harper, Hattie's granddaughter. Well, on your right would be your cash register where people would go to pay their bill. And down the aisles, those are your booths. And in the back, towards the kitchen, there would be another table, a couple tables set up. And then there's the kitchen. I learned how to cook all the dishes. Because Rosalind's parents were musicians and away on the road a lot, Rosalind lived with Hattie. She practically raised me. All the dishes served at the Chicken Inn were Hattie's recipes. Fritters, tamales, barbecued spare ribs. Pork chops and the whole ball of wax. Stews soups, you know, everything. And, of course, chicken. That was very popular. Hattie had a special recipe for fried chicken that she only knew. Not even the girls who worked there knew. And she'd keep that mixture in a jar, and she would season the chicken herself. To make Colonel Sanders taste like nothing. Oh, it was a beautiful chicken, man. Musician Tommy Banks said it was the best chicken he'd ever had. Supposedly, when Americans came to the airport in Edmonton, they'd tell them, you got to go check out Hattie's. Hattie had her own recipe for, for biscuits, and they were really light and fluffy. And uh, she used to always make a real good uh, gravy to go along with that. My goodness. We used to say, slap your grandma in the face. It's so good. <laughs> Hattie Robinson was born in 1903. Some sources say she was born in Oklahoma. Others say she was born here in Alberta. Either way, she was raised in Amber Valley. Amber Valley was one of a handful of rural Albertan communities settled by black families in the early 20th century. Who, who was Hattie Melton? She was a young black woman who had lost her parents at an early age. That's Myrna Wisdom, an amateur historian who's played an important role in documenting and telling Alberta's black history. Myrna explained to me that Hattie lost her parents when she was in her teens. Before they died, they had asked a boarder of theirs, Peter Melton, to make sure their children were taken care of. Hattie eventually married Peter, and the family moved to Calgary. It was there that Hattie learned the tricks of the restaurant trade from Peter's brother, Bob, who ran the popular establishment, The Chicken Inn. After years of working in The Chicken Inn, Hattie eventually decided she could do it herself. Why am I working for him? Why don't I do this? Because there wasn't one here in Edmonton that I'm aware of. Mm -hmm. Hers was one of the first, Mm -hmm. if not the first, black establishment. Mm -hmm. She opened Hattie's Harlem Chicken Inn in Edmonton in 1944. The restaurant was first located just west of the Canadian National Railway Station. According to Rosalind... It was around uh, the time the soldiers were coming into the CN Tower 
uh, they'd always gyrate towards the restaurant. So grandmother catered to them. And uh, they kept coming back and coming back. So that's how she really got her start. The Harlem Chicken Inn was a favorite amongst musicians and celebrities, such as Big Miller, Pearl Bailey, and Tommy Banks. Anytime there were musicians that were coming through Edmonton, they would go to Hattie's. So uh, she met a lot of the famous musicians. But she, Hattie was open from 8 o'clock at night until 4 or 5 in the morning, so she was packed all the time. All the musicians were there. So we would have uh, good fried chicken and biscuits and uh, sit back and rehash all, all the things that happened at night. But Hattie's was much more than just a good restaurant. Well, it was sort of a meeting place, if you will. If you were black and you came to this city, you knew about Hattie's. That's where you could go and get a good meal, and you would meet other black people there. Hattie's restaurant was a place where you could go, you could feel warm. You always see families there, you saw family members. People after weddings and like that would go there after church. It was a real gathering place for all people, not just black people, but all people. Having come to the city as a young black woman, Hattie took care of others in a similar situation. Because that's the only place they could get work, uh, unless you wanted to be a domestic, especially the young, young women. So they would find work at the, at the Harlem. Even Rosalind worked at Hattie's in the mid-1960s. Working at the inn, Rosalind learned both the culinary arts and the art of being social. And you have to learn how to interact with the customers and be personable. And they'll keep coming back and coming back. And if they're not, you're not there, they want to know why. Where is she? You know, like I'm not allowed to have a night off. <laughs> Now, although the food was good, it was Hattie's personality that set the atmosphere. That was her forte. She looked after everybody, the men, the soldiers, um, and that was their snapping grounds, you know, and there was no trouble caused. And, of course, the police station was just down the street. The downtown neighborhood along 98th Street had a mix of homes and businesses, like Hattie's, a mainstay in the community. But by the late 1960s, the people had to go. The entire neighborhood was set for demolition so the law courts could be built in its place. I'm standing in front of the Royal Alberta Museum in the Arts District of the downtown core. Looking south, right now I can see the law courts, but about 50 years ago, I would have been looking directly down 98th Street. So I'm just gonna cross the street here. With Hattie's Block being gone, 98th Street, lying underneath where the law courts are now. The only real way to get to where Hattie's might have been is to go into the law court's courtyard. All right, I'm standing here in the northeast corner of the courtyard. I'm looking at a no entrance sign, and I figure this is about where Hattie's would have been, and this would have been where somebody could have gone into the restaurant and had their lunch. In 1969, Miss Hattie Melton, proprietor, age 66, passed away. Hattie's daughter, Myrtle, that's Rosalind's mother, had given running the place a shot. But according to Rosalind... My mom did it for a while, but that wasn't her forte either. So that's just how it went. Leafing through old phone books, one can see that by that time, there were other chicken restaurants. 
like Dixie Leaf Fried Chicken and Jack's Chicken Inn. And people would try to, I guess, imitate or go down the same road as my grandmother, but it didn't work. And the chicken never did taste the same. Although the restaurant is gone, Hattie's true legacy remains. Hattie is remembered for being a humanitarian who helped make downtown Edmonton a more welcoming community. She even sponsored a local women's softball team, the Harlem Chicks. People still remember, you know, Hattie did this, or Hattie did that, or do you remember when you did this? She was always helping somebody. And then, of course, it went down the line. And that's what I did. I helped people. Well, I learned to accept people for what they are. And I learned all that from my grandmother again. You accept people for who they are. Myrna explained why the story of the Harlem Chicken Inn is an important one to share. I just feel that she should be remembered, you know, given the fact that she was one of, if not the, first black business to operate in the city. And she managed to, um, to make a living for herself, but she also recognized that young blacks, men and women, needed a start. And uh, working for her, well, she provided that. And I'm told that um, just before closing, there would be people who would come to her back door, knocking and uh, asking for food. She she let those people in. Hattie's Harlem Chicken Inn lives on in the intangible. In local community history books, personal testimonies, photos and newspaper articles, in the memories of those who knew Hattie and went to her restaurant. And you can still visit Hattie's sit in a diner booth and hear stories about music and food in the exhibit I Am From Here at the Royal Alberta Museum. Such a memorial place. I wrote a song. It's called uh, Hattie's Chicken Shack, and it was a wonderful place to go and uh, have really fond memories. I'm going to be my shack and had a chicken shack. Thanks again to Lavero, Myrna, and Rosalind. Our music was Hattie's Chicken Shack by Lavero Carter and the Voodoo Blues Band and Scuba by Meter. On our next episode, we go out in search of Alberta's very own summer camp monster, the Goatman. So be sure to subscribe. Intangible Alberta is a production of the Royal Alberta Museum in partnership with the Strathcona County Museum and Archives. Follow both on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You are now leaving Intangible Alberta. <laughs>